Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. G'day folks and welcome to Australian UFO Sightings official podcast. I'm your host Anthony Goodall and you're listening to Encounters Down Under. Here we invite guests on the show to tell us about their encounters with aliens and UFOs, where most of our episodes were streamed live from our Facebook page, which gave listeners the opportunity to ask questions to our guests regarding their encounter. If you have had an encounter and would like to be a guest on the show, please get in touch with us. You can send us a message through our Facebook page, Encounters Down Under, or send us an email at AustralianUFOSightings at Outlook.com.au. Be sure to join us on Facebook and share with your friends and family to help us grow, and hopefully encourage others to come forward with their encounter. If you're an iTunes listener and a fan of the show, why not give us that five-star rating and review, and you could have your review featured on the podcast. But enough of that, let's get into what you've been waiting for. So kick back, relax with your favourite beverage, and enjoy the show. G'day folks and welcome to another episode of Encounters Down Under. On this episode, General Lee from Subconscious Realms Podcast joins me on this episode to give an insight into his own interests that brought him into creating his own podcast and to talk about the strange world we live in. Be sure to check out his podcast on iTunes and Spotify. So please welcome to the show, General Lee. G'day General Lee, how you going mate? Not with me, you okay pal? Yeah, going good, mate. Mate, thanks for coming on the show. Great having you on again, mate. Um, I think it's about time we had you on there because I've been on your show a few times now. But, you know, look, you time to return the favour. Uh... <laughs> it's time to get oh, thanks, you on mate. here. Thank you. Yes. That's Thank great, you. mate. So, look, basically the idea here is what I want to do is I want to try and um, get people a better idea. If they haven't been listening to your podcast already from uh, when we were doing the Swapcast there, like I want people to sort of know a bit more about you, uh, like what you are behind this whole podcast, what your interests are, where you sort of started and what sort of got you this interest there. So like, I'm going to let you go and take over, mate, and sort of give us a good idea of what this whole story of your podcast career is like. Oh, oh, thanks, mate. Um, oh, before we begin, mate, it is um, a true honour of being uh, a guest on your show. Um, all our conversations, they're always, uh, always killer shows, mate. Always. Um, yeah, uh, I'm generally host and creator of Subconscious Realms podcast. 
um, available on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Pod. Um, Instagram is at subcon underscore realms33. Um, my Twitter is at subcon realms33. And email subconsciousrealms at gmail.com. Um, uh, with regards to what I'm into, um, do you know what, mate? I think that is uh, forever changing and forever growing. I think it's like each episode I do, it'll be something different. Or I'll try and get something different. And each guest that I get on, Anthony, uh, I'll learn from them. Uh, don't matter what they speak about, uh, I'm, I'm learning. Uh, I'm, I'll probably always be learning. I find every topic covered fascinating. Some more fascinating than the next, um, but, you know, I love mythology. I think um, that's my, my forte, really, mythology. Uh, I love hidden history, but I love aliens and UFOs and shit like that as well. <laughs> I love everything, mate. Yeah, there's a lot out there to sort of learn from, isn't there? Because like, we don't know where we're sort of Just, going yeah, with the yeah. information. Because like, everything's all obviously still under speculation with a lot of information. That's what we get told. Cause yeah, we, like, can all, people we can only assume it, can't we? Yeah. And like whether it's true or not, that's the thing. But it still has a really interesting sort of story to it. Because like it, it could very well be possible. Honestly, we will never know. But, you know, it, yeah, anything is possible in this sort of world, in this sort of realm. I think I think that's what it is, isn't it? I think anything can be possible. Um, most likely, the majority of it, uh, as painful as it is to say, might not be true. But I, I will, uh, I'll swear the way. But if it's a small percentage, that's enough for me. Yeah. But I think when when people uh, claim they've seen certain entities now I'm not saying they're lying uh, I'm not saying that at all I want to believe uh, but I think I'll only be 100% convinced when I see something with my own eyes and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way I'm just being honest Yeah, it's like uh, it's like you said to me oh, if I said to you oh yeah uh, I you know, went for a while to shop and I said a dog man um, as a friend, I would I would believe you, but I'd also be like, you know, deep down, I'd be like, ah, fucking hell, I wish I would have been there just to see it. Because I'm not doubting you. I'm not doubting anybody. But, you know, until I see something with my own eyes, then, then it's, yeah. And all it takes, Anthony, is uh, just say a thousand people said they've seen a certain so a, a UFO. All it takes is one to be right. And that's all it needs, just one. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah, it does. But also in a sense too, like if you want to try and bring out something credible evidence that's, you know, a lot of disclosure to the whole thing to sort of give a lot of um, evidence to the whole topic, you know, you sort of want that sort of, you know, 1,000 people to sort of have the same story or have some sort of uh, capture on their phones or something like that to sort of give it a lot more credibility, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does, mate. Um, 
So I'll take his one. And yes. So a lot of the shit out there, mate, I do think it's highly possible. But we, we you know, we, we it would be nice to have that evidence. Like, uh, for example, Bigfoot. It, it would be nice to see something more than uh, a blurry picture. No, definitely. There must be something out there. It's got to be like you got the Bigfoot, you got the Yowies there, you got all these different weird sort of cryptid creatures there. Like people are saying these things, like and like you're saying, yeah, look, it only takes one person to sort of give a bit of credibility to a uh, possible sighting, but it doesn't mean it's not true because not everyone's out there to make <laughs> shit up. You know, they're not all talking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, this is it, mate. This is what this is what makes everything so fascinating to me. Is Somebody must have proof somewhere. I mean, we know like what the Smithsonian's do when you know when they find those those giant bones, the skeletons, when and they suddenly vanish. I mean, it's not just giant bones; what they're probably covering up, they're probably covering up shitloads of stuff. But we we just need we need something. I think we deserve it, don't we? Yeah, it's overdue. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I think somebody somebody knows more than what I'm letting on. Yeah, definitely got to do something, be something when, to do with the deep state or something. <laughs> you know, they got, they're writing hey, it, surely. Hey, mate. <laughs> I, yeah, um, I love that. <laughs> it's probably right. That. Um, I think I, I think as well, the government, uh, yes, yeah, CIA, FBI, MI6, MI5, all of them, uh, probably up to uh, all kinds of shit. They could be creating all kinds of uh, fucking chimera cryptids for all we know. Yeah, well, you think about the experiments and shit back in the like World War days, like you know, they were actually like doing experiments on the human bodies and that, and mutations of the human body and stuff like that. Like you go right down in that stuff out there, and this they could have created some weird yeah. ass creatures in those days. They're trying to create come up with super. Soldiers there for their wars and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. They tried uh, to create all kinds, aren't they? Yeah. But think about what they were doing back then, and think of how technology has changed. Yeah. So can you imagine what the what the fucking hell? But <laughs> we have T half T Rex, half Bigfoot for all we know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> fucking hell, mate. Well, for all we know, like all these cryptids that we sort of see these days, like these are uh, these weird ones, they're sort of like um, probably are a creation of humans' ingenuity. For all you know, you know. Hey, yeah, yeah, DNA manipulation. Yeah, could be that, mate. Yeah, definitely. So you know, it's as strange and scary as it is. Um, you know. I don't know, it's, it's, anything's possible. But like when you go back into sort of the history of the world and sort of stuff, like going through the ancient histories of ancient civilizations, you know, they're, they're sort of got their own stories yeah. and whatnot of uh, seeing creatures and stuff like that. Uh, so it's like, well, where did they come from? You know, they've got like, yeah, is a, a big one here for Australian Aboriginal of their story times. You know, they were forever seeing them walking around with them and that. And then you got... Um, was it over in America? They got the, the skinwalkers and stuff like that. Yeah, they've got, got the dog men. They've got shitloads over there, haven't they? Yeah, don't know what. So, like, what's going on over there? Like, like, but it's sort of weird. Like, like you look at you look at dog men, the mothman, 
and uh, the hat man like these are the new sort of cryptids that have probably been around the last what maybe 40 years if not less i don't know don't, i can't yeah don't call me on a black eyes frame, kids but... there's loads in there now loads yeah like, <laughs> yeah i think chupacabra is a um yeah mexican south american sort of um, one of their yeah, sort of like, sort of cryptid. Half a kangaroo, half a reptilian thing or something. <laughs> yeah, something weird going on there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Don't know what that sort of sounds like a human yeah. engineering gone bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so there's so much, mate. Um I think out of everything though, it's got to me, it's gotta be mythology. But I mean, like I said, Anthony, it's uh, it changes weekly. Yeah, that's how uh, I just find everything so fucking fascinating. And, and it really, I mean, I used to love like 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 before starting my own show, I used to listen to uh, I used to love listen to podcasts, but. You, you, I used to try and like uh, if you stick to the same one, I think it can get be a bit a bit long winded. But then you listen, then you find another podcast, and then it starts growing and growing. And there's some brilliant podcasts out there, mate. But uh, there's a lot of shows don't get the, get the recognition they deserve. Yeah, that's it. And they're, they're just as good, if not better, than these main, mainstream ones. Um, I'm not calling any podcast because I know how how much hard work goes into um, arranging guests. And then you've got your researching. And so there's a lot goes into it. So I uh, I appreciate how, um, how much hard work goes into it. And I think you realise it more when you when you do your own. Yeah, you do. Because it's all well and easy just to sort of sit there and listen to that, but like, and yeah. everyone probably thinks it's like, oh, you look at what you're doing, it's just sitting there and talking to someone on over the other side, you know. And it's like, yeah, that's easy itself, but you know, for to keep the show going, you got to go and hunt down your own guests if you can't get them to go and contact you. First. You do, mate. And it, yeah. it takes a lot of time and effort, and then you try and arrange that time, you know, organize the time and. That suits both times, you know, and that's that's the hard part getting that sort of yeah. arrangement. Yeah, I mean, it's like like I said to you before, before we started recording, like for for a roundtable to get like four or five guests on, you're talking a week to arrange it. Then you've got that's four or five different countries, so you've got to try and get the time zones all matched up, and you've got to make it, get it to where uh, uh, it's the right balance of because uh, you don't want to get four or five guests all with the same perspective because it's not going to make a, an interesting conversation. You want that where it's got completely different because yeah. then that, um, you know, it's not, it's not an argument. It doesn't, and it's not going to be an argument. You can have a conversation and it be, you have different uh, results. You just got to get the right balance. That's what it's all about. Mate. And, uh, but, it's time consuming. Yeah, definitely. And I've got to commend you on that too, mate. Like the amount of round ta- tables you do and you organise, mate. That's just um, a well oh, effort thanks, in itself. Thank you. That's um, yeah, I've got to commend you on that one. Absolutely. Thank awesome you. Effort. Yeah, the, uh, I do. I mean, 
I, I, we used to do them every week, sometimes more than one a week, but with the things are at the moment, um, it's not easy doing them every week, mate. So I'm, on that basis, I've not been doing them every week because uh, I've got other things what I'm working on, which you know about that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm trying my best, mate. Uh, we Grub was on our end of days last night and uh, Dan asked us to go on that. So that was a bit of a round table last night, which we enjoyed. It was a quality show. Yeah, look, no, I look forward to listening but, to the episode. Yeah, um, I think he's better be on his YouTube or something like that, mate. I'm not, not quite sure. Yeah. I'm sure, sure it'll be something like that. But, yeah, I do... Uh, I mean, like I say, I like mythology, uh, Anthony, but I do, I like more more now is uh, like the the UFO stroke alien side of things as well, um, especially uh, when you hear about like entities, you know, like grey aliens or, mm. or there might be a different race. Um, I find that the description of how people explain what they look like, I think, uh, it's fucking, it's fascinating. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah, I always love the fact that, like, people are actually seeing these things all around the world, you know. That's the, that's the strange part, like, because you, when you hear about cryptids, like, like we were saying before, like, a lot, America's got a lot of their stuff there, and I think they seem to be more yeah. common over there when it comes to their sort of, you know, hat man, moth man, and all sorts of stuff, you know, but yet... There's an awful lot there, though, isn't there? Yeah, but when it comes oh, to aliens and UFOs and sort of stuff, like people are seeing them worldwide, and there's the only difference is in those kind of experiences is when people see a different object or a different craft, they've got their own different shapes to them. So they're not all the same shapes, yeah, but yet they, these yeah. aliens always seem to have yeah. the same sort of look to them. So it's a, it's a weird concept. Yeah. Uh, have you, have you, I don't know if you have you heard of uh, like insectoid? You've yeah, made, yeah, heard heard of them, yeah. yeah. Do you get do you get many of uh, them sightings in in Australia? Just out of curiosity. No, no, not really. Not from my knowledge. Um, people have obviously seen them and experienced them, but it doesn't seem to be a common thing. Um, I sort of find more people are seeing greys more than anything. Yeah, yeah, you, that's that's what it tends to be, man. Like like grey aliens, isn't it? not not these insectoids or. Is it mantis? Is it called mantisoids yeah. or something? Yeah. Uh, I, I fucking know. I, I mean, yeah, walking down the street, if you've seen a grey alien, I think it won't be... Well, I won't say it'd be, I'd be too concerned, but if I said like a um, fucking 14 foot uh, praying mantis coming towards me... <laughs> It's a completely different kettle of fish, isn't it? Oh, isn't it? What? Man, that is scary as hell, that. That is yeah. like, oh, I don't know what I'd do to myself. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to go the easy way. I'll Tell get you what, from here or something. I better be strong as shit as well that morning. Oh, they're probably taking on <laughs> tank shells wouldn't do anything, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I love about finding out the different, like, the, the races. Because um, they can't just be Grey aliens and, and insects, or there's got to be others. Yeah, no, that's it. Like, you've got the reptilians there, like, you know, they're our overlord masters of the world, basically, <laughs> the old reptilians. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. 
But it's, it's yeah, a different well, races though. It's like, like you got the, okay, so you got the grey aliens. I'm going off the top of my head here, so I can't name all of them. But you got the grey aliens. You got the insectoids. You got the <laughs> Palladians. Uh, then you got the Nordics. Palladians, yeah, that, that's a now. Try to interrupt me, right? But Palladians, yeah. I, it's only recently I found out about them. Uh, one, one of the one of my returning guests out that you mentioned Palladians, and I, I, I've never heard of them before. Oh, true. Gee, so have you heard of them quite a lot? You, like, they come up quite really, often. Yeah. Um, it's like, like we are show Anthony, because I think you're, you're like, your show is very unique and you've like specific for Alien. And you, now, don't get me wrong, you do other things, but like your main, your like forte is aliens and UFOs. So, yeah. You'll have like, you'll know quite a lot of the different races. I, I should imagine. Oh, I like the things so, but I don't really. You know that book I've shown you before, uh, the author Dave Eamons? Yeah. I've actually got that book here, and it's got a couple of the races. Um, oh, yeah. I'll tell, tell, tell me if you're familiar with any of these. Let me see if I can get so, Yeah, go for it. Uh, blue alien hybrids. Okay, I also feel like that might be a from a mix of grey aliens, but they're more of a bluish kind of color. Oh, right, okay. Maybe. Don't, I'm not sure. No, right. I'm just thinking... Um, yeah, because apparently there's like 62 different races of grey aliens. Oh, really? 62 or 63 different types 62? of races. Yeah, something just, like that. That's just grey. 62 yeah. different kind of... Can So the way I'm sort of thinking of it is like, you know, human race, we have our own different kind of races. Like, you know, the Asians, we've got... Africans, we've got uh, Aboriginals, you know, Indians and such and whatnot. Um, so I'm sort of thinking it might be in the same sort of concept as that, whereas everyone like a, might have a different yeah. skin tones and different cultures in their own way. Or yeah, that's that's just how I'm sort of picturing how you have 63 different races of grey aliens. So I'm not not home since sure on that because I've only just started learning that one myself uh, when it comes to that because I, I always thought you know. There were different kinds of, hey, or different few, um, not different races, but different organisations yeah, yeah. of grey aliens, and they were just doing their own thing here and there, or some, you know, might be a bit uh, allied with the uh, the Galactic Federation, if that's real or not. I don't know, <laughs> you know. Well, um, it's it's a possibility, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Why not? It's like you say, the wow, there's there's different. We've got different coloured skin. Yeah, uh, I guess it could be that, or maybe they're from a different part of wh whichever realm they're from. I don't know, but that's really interesting. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a weird concept because like, you think um, yeah. you know, they're all just the same sort of race and they're all working together, but apparently no, there's a few bad grey aliens there. Though, the ones that sort of abduct you and experiment on you and all that sort of stuff and yeah. whatnot. Um, whereas the other yeah, ones there, they're um, a bit more kinder they want to sort of like contact you but not in a threatening way so they, they do it they still abduct you but they only do it in a different concept they're not just like not very forceful yeah but either way to me yeah abductions are forceful in their own way because for one we're not aware of it and we don't really consent to the abduction when it's happening you know we yeah, well, just like find well, out from a horrible memory afterwards if we're lucky i mean the, the the word abduction as well it's it's a nefarious uh, word anyway isn't it really it's uh, so yeah 
I can't see it being a, a pleasurable experience. But I, again, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just think I, I find it super interesting when uh, it's like they've been abducted numerous times and they keep getting abducted. I think that that's uh, there must be something behind that. Yeah, there definitely is. What it's like, like Dave the author. I know. I know it's uh, it's really interesting. Do you think it could be uh, a bloodline thing? Do you think it's like if somebody's say uh, somebody's got like certain talents, like if they're gifted in a way, like uh, you, do you know what I mean, like gifted in in a way where like like they can fucking astral travel or something along those lines. Yeah, I sort of feel like uh, people do have a certain, uh, what would you call it? Oh, I'm trying to think now. Like, yeah, traits. They have some sort of special trait about Traits, them, yeah, that's a good one, though. Yeah, yeah. Where, you know, like, whether they do have a higher connection with the frequency to be able to sort of uh, connect with the paranormal or they're connecting with, you know, just meditation sort of side of things themselves, like a, with a telekinetic. Telekinetic? No, that's not the right one, is it? Telekinesis. Uh, isn't it te- yeah, isn't telekinesis I- where they're moving stuff with their minds? Um, <laughs> oh, uh, telepathy, 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 and stuff like that. You know, that's telepathy. Yeah, yeah, like mind, mind related things. Uh, yeah. So whether they could have a connection like that, I don't know. That's the tough one. It's obviously there's something there in that. Yeah, when you're saying like when they mentioned bloodlines. There yeah. has been a connection there where through their family history there has been something going on. And yes, that's, that's, what, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah look, there, honestly, there is a connection there with something there. There's obviously something in their bloodline, uh, something in their gene pool that they're interested in that they really want to sort of take on, you know. It's sort of of, of an advantage. And people claim yeah. that there's um, hybrids enough in that where they're sort of mixing their own DNA with our DNA and those people with that special bit of gene in their in their uh, family could would be or would be a benefit to these alien races or do they doing these hybrid yeah. sort of organizations yeah because like, like, like we said there must be there must be something of significance behind them to keep adopting people yeah something what i think possibly uh, government know about because uh, you hear tales were about when they made a pact, uh, you know, with the US president, and I don't know how true that is, but I think uh, I think people of uh, a certain power, maybe government officials, know about what's going on. Yeah. Because there's no way that they, they would get away with that, uh, keep doing that, get, getting away with it. Because you see a lot of it goes on around air bases as well. But you think if there's stuff going on around a military base and the military's not onto it, I'm not having that. No, that's right. You know, there's definitely something going on. They definitely know what's going on. Yeah, that's definitely. Sure. 
because um you know for so many years we've already had this sort of technology sort of boomed up um i think we mentioned talked about this last time you know i'm a firm believer on the the roswell crash uh, the roswell, so in, yeah, introducing yeah. a lot of technology you know because we sort of seem to boom then on the uh, microchips and you know compact cds and microwaves and whatnot and things just sort of yeah really booms right up on our technology side now we're at this point where we're just sort of improving technology we're not really coming up with anything new everything's just getting improved um it's just getting better do you know something? You've got a point there, mate. Yeah. Um, better. Like, you know, we've not invented much, really. You may think you've invented uh, mobile phones, but mobile phones have been around for a while. They've just got better and better and better. Whereas now, like, a phone's like a fucking computer. Yeah. Which you think 25, 30 years ago, I wouldn't have thought of anything like this, would you? No, absolutely not. No, like, you know, the, um, the biggest thing is like, you know, you look at Star Trek in the early days when that first came out, you know, they were talking on these little devices like a mobile phone or talking like, from, like yeah. they're talking between camera and camera and made that into reality like 30 years later, you know? It's like, holy Jesus. <laughs> to people back yeah. in those days, yeah. that's just a science fiction movie thinking, oh, wow, that's incredible, you know? And then, then now today's the reality. That's just the norm. It is. It is, yeah. Uh... This is it, mate. This is why I think one of the pros about um, doing subconscious realms is the, just knowing that I'm going to be learning something next yeah. week, something different. Um, <laughs> that's what I love about it all. Yeah. But you know what? I, I think. You're right, go. Go on, mate. No. One's okay. <laughs> What I was going to say is, like, when you look at, um, you know, humans' history and such, and this is something that um, Triffin from Unlocking the Code sort of mentioned and brought up, and it makes a really good point. Where what do you think of? Uh, like, you look at the, the human civilizations, like, we're like, how old are we? Like, 20,000 years old or something? Like that, or something, you know, we're, we're pretty old, like, humans in themselves. And it's only been, like, the past... For thousand, like about a thousand years, I think we sort of started like getting technology. So like you know, we started going through like copper ages, you know, medieval times, and then we came up into the steam age. Dark ages, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all sorts of stuff, and then we came into the world war. We've got the diesel engines. You know, we're getting the whole. Now we've got the electrical age. Now we're coming into like the technology age. And it's like, well, what happened? Like that's over a basis of thousand years. What happened to the that? 10,000 years prior, why were we, were we still out there throwing sticks and stones at each other throughout that whole time? Like, where did that sort of change where we could just suddenly go boom in like a thousand years? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, that is very, very interesting. Um, and so, like, yeah, my, <laughs> my perspective on that is. Mate, I, I don't know. I can't answer that. Um, I'm just being honest with you. I think. Yeah. Oh, look, I don't think I think really there's. Happens. I think there's a lot we don't know. Uh, I think there's an awful lot we don't know. It's like um, pyramids. Yeah. I don't. I don't even think Egyptians built them. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who built them. People can. It's like like you're saying. Can speculate. 
yeah. the, the size of, of the pyramid. Now, I've not been there myself, so I don't know what it looks like to be close to it. But apparently it's huge. It looks huge anyway from pictures, but I, I don't know. I mean, people mention, uh, like, uh, sound, levitations, that, that kind of... Uh, but I don't know. What, what do you think about... Do you, do you think the pyramids were built by um, some sort of sound uh, manipulating oh using the frequencies so yeah yeah uh, yeah i'm not against the idea because it just seems really very impossible for us to sort of do that back in those days you know it's just like apparently we can't even do that today's technology or we find it very difficult very costly you know yeah Whereas back in those days like yeah okay you got slave labor and whatnot if they were slaves or whatever they were but you know they're they'll Either way, they got it done. They smashed it out. They got it done, yeah. Um, whether it was um, humans, but it's a long way up, though. Like, like saying, like you know, they they look they look big, and I'm pretty sure they are bloody massive. So to try and get all those bricks and blocks up there and whatnot, it's just yeah, it seems I don't know. It, it seems mind-boggling, and can't really answer it. I know. I I I mean. I can't even say, oh, I'll, I'll swear this way uh, to Nephilim building them. But then, then you're looking, uh, you know, the existence of giants. I, I'm not I'm not saying I don't believe there was giants. Um, mm. But I, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, it, it, I think Pyramids is, is uh, very perplexing to think about. Yeah. I don't even think the Egyptians built them themselves, but who built them? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. I don't know. We look over in like, Rome and Greek and uh, even into South America with all their sort of uh, their iconic sort of ancient temples and all their pillars. Like, how do they yes. get them up there? Like, how do they get them up top there to sit across and all this stuff? And they're still sitting up there to this day, you know, and it's like so massive just sitting there. Like, how do they get that cross beam up top there, you know? It's, and it's not, they're all one pieces, you know? They're not yeah. separate parts a, in there. They're just one big, massive stone beam. It's one of the, uh, is it the King's Chamber where it's like disgracefully big blocks right, right in the center where. Uh, and they're like, like precision. Um, like you couldn't even get a piece of paper down the side of that. Yeah. That accurately yeah, put together. Right. Something silly like that, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like everywhere. Like there's all these like um, these stone walls that are like the the stones precise. Like they're, they're shaped yes. to interlock with each other. And it's like, well, how the hell can you do that back in that day and age? Mate, they can't even do that now. No, we have a hard time as it <laughs> is. We cheat. We go and cheat and make sure like we use a bloody bit of brick and mortar, you know, <laughs> bit of a bit of concrete yeah. between us and just try and find it together yeah, instead of using uh, it to interlock each other. But anyway. It's fascinating. The yeah. the capabilities in what um that civilization whichever civilization uh, built pyramids are uh, 
I don't think we will see anything like that. No. It's just sad it's, that it sort of it's died like, as well. It is sad. Uh, do you know what? It's like the same sadness as where... This is going to sound daft, this, but... Uh, have we really been to the moon now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's... Um, I think it's disappointing because... It really, they've done themselves no favours by not going back there. Why, why have we not been back? Yeah, well, they're trying uh, to blame it on the costs. Uh, you know, it was too costly to keep going back up there. And it's like, well. But yeah, they can keep going back on two miles. Yeah, it's right. Uh, it's, uh, it's what's closest to us, the moon or Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which one? That's right. It's like when they started talking about, you know, they're trying to start colonising Mars. And they thought, oh, yeah, look, we'll just go straight there and just, you know, we'll wing it and see how it goes. And yet they're trying to build all these facilities there to try and test, you know, radiation levels, trying to maintain, like, a, these facilities there for people to live in, you know, without yeah. the... Because there's lack of oxygen, there's lack of... Lack of um, what we sort of need to keep alive, you know. And they're going to do all these tests on Mars, which is like... Oh, I can't remember how long it takes to get there, but, you know... It's, I'll say a year, just roughly, about a year to get there is probably less than that. But you know, they're going to send all the shit over there to go and sort of to try and test uh, creating a civilization. There. It's like, well, why the hell wouldn't you test it on the moon? For one, it's less costly. We can sort of keep a better eye on what's going on there on the moon because yeah, closer, yeah. and it's going to cost less to keep trying to send things back and forth. You know, to try and build a civilization. Yeah, it will on do, won't it? It's like, why wouldn't you test it on the moon to go and like see where the flaws are? Obviously, they're doing things on Earth, you know, underwater facilities there, so no leaks or anything, you know, and you know, trying to put them in harsh environments and whatnot. You know, like they are doing the work; they're trying to figure things out. But to go and really yeah. put it to the test, though, you like instead of sending it to Mars, send it to the moon, which I think you, they have yeah, changed their mind. That, it's like it's like uh, it's as if answered. There's got no common sense. Yeah. Now, considering he's meant to be big, fucking huge, air quotes, uh, so clever, and he's this, is that. Uh, I don't, I don't think people uh, understand that. All these inventions, uh, etc. He's not inventing himself. He's got a team yeah, of right. scientists. They're they're the ones who have created it all. They're the ones that's building rockets, not him. Yeah. No, it's it. With him, people sort of forget that too. Yeah, it, 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 he, he, he comes back with comments about AI saying it could be the downfall <laughs> yeah, of humanity. <laughs> but yet, he's on about putting chips in monkeys' brains. Why, why would he want to? Because uh, obviously, that's not going to work. So, that, that's to me, that's cruel. That's animal cruelty. Yeah, it is. But in a sense, too, though, like, well, how can you advance human uh, ingenuity without doing tests on subjects, basically? Exactly. Exactly. Know, as, as horrible as it sounds, but, you know, we can't do it just without tests, you know, and that's where, um, obviously, people who are willing to do it, they'll go in and test subjects, but obviously, we'll be trialing on animals first before we try and do any human tests, you know? It's, but then, yeah. you know, like, if that that's the case too, like, if we were just uh, 
or if we weren't doing tests on animals, like, we wouldn't have been where we are today with, you know, in the past, where they're doing all the uh, medical sort of testing and all sorts of stuff, you know, different sort of medications, different surgeries there, you know, they've got tests on, like, what sort of tools it's unavoidable i would say it's unavoidable um yeah it has to be done doesn't it that's right but for him to come back with such uh such claims i don't I, there's something about him mate i'm not um i'm not i'm not buying it something not right about him yeah, see, I used to quite like him. I didn't mind him at all, like because he was oh, he was leading the way for like the the space race, basically, and yeah. which is something that's like I love space, and like he was punching through it, so I had a little support from him. Um, but it seems like now yeah, he's no, sort of no, changing. He's... I, I respect your uh, your view, you know, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way to you. It's just my my we've all got our own opinion of that's people. That's right. We're all told. But... I just uh, to me, there's just some. It's not quite right. I don't know. Yeah, no, definitely. But, like, yeah. The past, I think the past year, he's sort of gone on a bit of change. Something's happening with him. Um, obviously, um, for those who aren't really uh, got an idea of who we're talking about, we're talking about Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but yeah, look, it's, uh, he's sort of becoming a bit more of a, um, a capitalistic sort of type now. He's sort of really starting to try and take over everything. You know, I think what, uh, what topped it all off for me was, I mean, I've, I've always, I've never been keen on him anyway. Not that, I don't know a lot about him, but uh, I think when when he when he was bragging about buying Twitter, what have he spent a daft amount on Twitter? Now it's his money to do whatever he wants. So, yeah. but yeah, he's uh, he's bragging about buying Twitter, but when you've got like. Uh, Kids and and homeless people, and you've got like so much poverty. You think that if that was me and I had that kind of money to spare, I would try and um, make more use out of that money. And you know, help those what need it, like kids, uh, homeless people. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's, that's what I, that's what I would do. But we're all different, mate, aren't we? Yeah. I'm sure he helps charities out along the lines. Yeah, without a doubt, I'm sure he does. His, does his part, but yeah, like, I know what you mean. Like it's a shitload of money. I just think he's still a bit of a dick. I think mean, honestly, <laughs> you have to spend one billion dollars throughout the world fixing up poverty, and yeah. you know the world yeah. will be better off regardless. Yeah, I'm I think sure I think he'll never. Yeah, it'll never be enough. There'll always be wanting more, though, whichever charity I think it's. Uh, I just, uh, I don't know. It's a shame. It really is a shame for some people. Well, especially some of these third world countries. Yeah, that's, that's where the money needs to go to. Like, to help them out, make sure yeah. they've got, like, you know, clean water, they've got crops and farms working for them, you know, yeah. make sure they're. Life is sustainable. They're not always out there starving. Exactly, mate. Yeah, you know, that's that's all it needs. And like, especially like homeless people around the world these days. Um, whether they choose to be homeless or not, I don't know. I'm not gonna really try and uh, judge them for what they are. But, like, you know, but obviously there are yeah. homeless people that do want jobs and they want a home. You know, they want to have a family and all sort of stuff. But they're obviously the world's working against them, not giving the help where it's needed. Yeah. And that's where yeah, you know, just the 
simple bit of cash from the rich, you know, just to go and help out properly, will make a big difference throughout the world. That's an arsehole, are they, mate? Yeah. But anyway, it is the world as it is, and it's not going to change anytime soon, unfortunately. Don't know, mate. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's sad, world, but, but, mate, look, tell me, like, what, where did you start? Like, what, what made you think to want to start doing the podcast that you're doing now? What made you like, sort of want to go, look, yeah, look, I love this sort of stuff. I want to go and make a podcast about it. Well, to be fair, mate, uh, I guess being interested in certain, uh, certain subjects and then you get familiar with uh, the podcast and then you sort of, it's like, you know, you know it's like, like you, you'll have like your favorite podcast, what you like listening to. Um, I, th- I guess it stemmed from that. Um, getting, then getting to know uh, podcasters, getting, you know, made some good friends, mate. Made some very good friends out there. And I guess it's built from that. Also, the encouragement what I had uh, from other podcasters as well. That played a big part. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've said it uh, numerous times. Uh, certain podcasters are how they've, uh, they've helped me grow from, you know, I'd never done anything like this before me, Anthony. Never done anything like it. Um, but I think when, you, when, you, when you've got the right people giving you the right advice and helping you, uh, instead of do what a, a proper friend would do, like a healthy friend out. That's what I think I've been in the right circle. That that's what's. Uh, I guess that's what's helped me progress uh, and, and grow. Uh, you know, when I've got like friends like New York Patriot and Lux and. Raven, guests like Gary Wayne and Robbie Marks, uh, you know, there's some incredible people. Like yourself, Triffin, Grub, you know, there's, um, I think, I think in, like, like us, lot, we're, we're, I think, we're, I'd say we're pretty close, considering we're all in different countries. Yeah. You know, we, uh, we do have, regular contact and I think to me it means it means a lot knowing that um, I know like if I need an ant from from anybody I've just mentioned from a lot of people they you know people got me back and, and I've got everybody's back as well who's and it makes a, a difference knowing that you've uh, you've got support when you know when you need help yeah, if you know what I mean. Absolutely, it makes a big difference, eh? like especially like in a podcasting sort of world, you wouldn't really expect a sort of a supportive community. But um, like whatever you've done, mate, and however you've worked it, or like you know the people that you've bumped into and created this sort of community, mate, it's absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you. I don't know the words that really sort of describe it. It's overwhelming. It's it's an absolute beautiful bit of teamwork, I suppose. Uh, yeah, it's a really. Thank you. Yeah, and that, 
that's how like that's how okay it's like like we're helping each other out because we're we're all in this together mate yeah and it's just beautiful what you've done mate it's um people like obviously who haven't oh, been listening to your show mate like they, they don't really understand but if they look a bit deeper and like check out your show and have a listen through of like the guests that you've had in there and then they'll sort of like you know get a bit of connection on like how broad your this little community is that we've sort of got here you know you already threw another couple of names out there and you got grub there who's like he's been like a bit of a scout there and bringing all these people in there like he's brought me and he's brought in triffin from unlocking the code you know we've had an awesome few episodes there together and and just like just in general like you know we've we jumped on the round table yeah. there a couple of times or i've been on there once but yeah it was just you know we're all talking we're all got the same sort of concept and the ideas of the the strange world that we're living in there like all these shadowy sort of um governments and whatnot you know yeah conspiracies yeah. i suppose if you want to call them that you know there's weird shit out there we don't understand and it's you know obviously yeah we're all coming on there talking the same sort of stuff but everyone's got their own sort of perspectives their own theories and they do mate and yeah. it all sort of matches up you know at some point they're going to whip well, look yeah you know this shit's been going on it's and it's yeah and yeah it's and, one and, and to add to that mate it's uh it's instead of like whereas people try and in general they try and uh prevent progression it's like with us were we want progression yeah um, and that's why it's like you know there's nothing better than just say i've had a guest on there's to me there's nothing better than me like saying hey yeah, mate um i've got somebody you might be interested in i think um i think you'd like to do a show with him and, you know I've, I've listened to this episode of Dunn and see what you think connecting people in that way yeah it's um it's a bonus, mate, knowing that you've uh, connecting people. Yeah, and like, like and you're saying, they're, last they're growing. That's right, and like like you're saying before, like you know, not not everyone's here to monetize of it, and so they're not doing it to try and create a career out of it. They're doing it because they're trying to get the information out there, you know, to get people to understand yeah. that these things are sort of happening, um, whether they want to believe it or not. You know, that's up to them, but. They're putting the possibility out there for people to understand. Yeah. And again, yeah, they're, not, truth, they're, not to, they're not trying to monetize off the whole concept of this whole podcasting sort of stuff. Because they're not, yeah, I they're mean, not that's not what they're there for. Yeah. Uh, I, we're all different, honestly, at the end of the day. Uh, we're all in uh, for different reasons. Um, you know, I, it's, it's a passion for me. Uh, and, you know, there's nothing better than uh, our listeners giving feedback. You know, whether it be uh, positive or negative, it's all feedback and it, it's all uh, comes part and parcel. Yeah. And having that interaction with uh, with our listeners is it's as important as anything else to me. Now, I, I've been, when I've been, before I had my show and I've been a listener myself, and I've uh, I've sent messages to uh, certain podcasters, and some get back to you, some don't. And I'm I'm not just saying this now, but it tends to be uh, 
you don't tend to hear back from those what have alternative agendas. Whereas, whereas likes us, me, um, uh, subconscious realms isn't monetized. Uh, I don't think I ever will monetize it. It's it's one hundred percent free. Um, and from my own experience, I found that you don't get tend to get a response from those podcasts that charge that actually have like monetize the show. Now, I'm not saying all podcasts are the same. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, um, from my own experience, I found you don't tend to get any response from shows what charge for episodes, like for bonus content or whatever way they do it. Yeah. It's those it's those shows what you tend that don't get the rec- recognition they deserve. Yeah. They're the shows what um, love the fans like us. Yeah, because I don't think you even have um, ads in your show, do you? No, no, no advertisements, no nothing, mate. No, that's right. Whereas I do, like, I only have it there to go and sort of help pay for the podcast itself and eventually try and upgrade to different, better equipment. You know, that's about all I'm going to do. Mate, there's no, nothing at all wrong with that. No. That's, uh, as much as I hate all, it, though, like, I hate having the ads in there because it just sounds horrible and takes up time, you know. I'd rather have things going straight to the listener, but... You know, doing a little bit of this oh, does so, cost so, money because you've got the equipment there you've got to pay for and you've got yeah. stuff and all that. And obviously, yeah. Yeah, just out of curiosity, mate. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know how you said it helps pay for it. Do you, uh, does it get like, do you get paid for like an advertisement? Or is that how it works? I'm, not just, I'm just curious. I'm not sure Yeah, I think off the top of my head there, uh, it goes for like per advertisement per um downloads of the episode so like you might have all right okay um so you might get like maybe like 10 to 30 cents depending on what mobs paying for the ad to go up so like obviously every different mobs pay different prices so like you might get like 10 cents for this download there and obviously depending on how many downloads you're gonna get you're also gonna get a couple bucks here and there from it um so i'll it's gonna build up then isn't it it does so obviously as the show gets bigger then obviously the more money you get but Obviously, if I get to that point there where my show is like earning a decent amount of money, um, yeah. but obviously I'm going to go and look to get upgrade my equipment there so I can make things a lot better, you know, sounds a lot better quality or become more mobile yeah. and start going out into the world myself and, you know, start doing public sort of events a bit more, you know. That's probably where I'm going to look at where it comes oh, to monetizing. Oh, that would be brilliant if you, if you did that, mate. Yeah. That would be brilliant. Um, I know that, uh, I don't know of any in England, but... You hear quite a lot in America where they'll have like, uh, say, Alien Con Day or something, and like, like you said, there'll be like uh, speakers on, and like yeah. uh, podcasters. That would be if you ever did that, mate. That would be mint. Yeah, like, uh, like one day that's one of the sort of achievements I want to try and get to, like creating those sort of events. Well, do they do them in Australia, mate? We do have like conventions and stuff like that, but um, they're all down Melbourne or in the capitals. Oh, it's right, a bit right. far away from me. It's like. Uh, a nine-hour drive for me. Are you Almost. are you closer to uh, Griffin or Trish Griffin? Triffin yeah, or, Triffin. Uh, he's, um... Sorry, Triffin, mate. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, I think yeah, what's nine, nine hours to get down there, or it might be eight hours, something like to get to down to. Oh, you're away. For, you, oh, all right, okay. Uh, are you close to Grub then? 
No, Grubb's even further away. He's about, oh, geez, what would he be? About 15 hours away, I think. 15 hours, man. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It's a 15 hour drive. You don't realise how Australia is fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because look, how long does it, it take for you guys to get from one side of the island to the other? Um, you could probably now this from one end uh, to the other. It, there's, there's like it's pretty obscure to get to like the top of Scotland and the bomb. Really, uh, I don't know. Maybe what? Tell you what, I said I can't. I was going to say I'll uh, also reach it, but I can't. I can't do it before my phone, you know, because the stream yard. That's right. Won't on. let me change screens. Um... I'd say from from here, from where we are to uh, Glastonbury Festival, you're talking. About what five six hours? So I don't know, a couple more hours on top of that, easily. Um, hang on, let's have this. So, no, nowhere near fifteen hours anyway. It's saying fourteen hours, but I don't think that's right. Oh, from the. From the, the top of the UK to the bottom. Yeah, maybe. No, I think I might have worded it wrong. Maybe, maybe mate. If you think, think about it, with, if, if they take into consideration you put in a, a, a speed limit on there and you've got your... Um, if you if it's taking you on another route, like A-Road, a certain part of it, I don't, I don't know. But maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I reckon it's like, like 1800. If it might put a speed limit on it as well, or something like that. if it's going to like 60 mile an hour, it's going to. Lots of things. Oh, hang on. Now it's saying maybe nine hours. So hang on. How long would it take to drive from the top of Scotland to bottom of England? So hang on. Someone's saying. Probably 15 hours was just. Yeah, okay, so that's decent. That's 15 hours. So that's basically the same as going from here to get down to where Grub is, down in New South Wales. So are you, are you, uh, are you more not, are you like past Canberra? Yeah, I'm north, well, well, I'm truly north of there. Right. Um, so you know where the, the, the triangular sort of tip of Australia is on the, for the big pointy bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm probably about, oh, what's that, about 14 hours from there. I'm probably at the halfway right. point from, from from there down to Grubb. So I'm at the halfway point. So it's a long way. It is. And it keeps going further south from there, you know. That's not even still not even the bottom of, bottom of Australia yeah. yet. And to think how big it is and, and how much of, of the land is probably, there's nobody living there or anything. It's just... Um, Desert. Yeah, there's a fair bit it's, of desert. Uh, when you move out west, that's when it gets pretty desert-like. Do you ever get... Uh, or do you ever go out, like, on... You know, when people go out, like, in the bush and that, and they go on uh, camping out and stuff. Do you ever do anything like that? Yeah, I love that stuff. Oh, do you ever... Do you ever uh, have you ever seen anything strange while you've been, been out camping and that? 
No, unfortunately. Oh, I bet you've heard some strange things. Yeah, no, nothing like yowies or anything. I've never had that sort of experience. Oh. I would love to, but I can't say I have. Like, yeah, mate. Only just wherever I've, yeah. I've gone, I've just been either really, I don't know, uh, ignorant of my surroundings, but then again, I've been really, I'm usually pretty good with my surroundings when I'm out there. I sort of recognize things or get to know what certain things are so I don't get lost. So I'm pretty good yeah. in that sort of like, you know, getting your directions and stuff like that. But nothing to the point of like, you know, we're hearing strange noises of a yaoi or any rocks getting thrown at me or any like sort of sense or <laughs> nothing or trees getting shaken. Nothing nothing like that unfortunately. As yeah, much as I'd yeah, love to say I, I do, but no, unfortunately I don't. Yeah. I don't you know I'll tell you what, mate, I would I would love love to see anything. Anything I hear anything but fucking hell. I bet it's terrifying. <laughs> You know, I don't know if I do it run off laughing or fucking run off crying. Or... <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you mate, haven't even seen just... a UFO, have you? No. No. Oh, um, you're missing out. Mate, I'd love to. And do you know, I can't put people say, oh, you need to this, you need to these, uh, you need, you know, for hallucinations and that. That's bullshit, that man. Yeah, oh, take some DMT. Oh, well, and I've, get the connection well I've, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've never, I've never taken DMT, mate. But I have, have hallucinogenics, um, and I just, I still never seen the UFO when, when I've been, been on that. Uh, I guess I've not been uh, lucky enough to see something along those lines as of yet. Uh, that might change. I hope it does. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm sure it will. Hopefully, one day. But then again, you're like you got people that go through a whole lifetime, don't see anything at all. Um, yeah. I think uh, other people are lucky enough to go and see them quite constantly. It's like, well, why are you so special? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but you said something earlier as well about in, in the US they've got uh, so much fucking cryptids. Uh, so many UFO sightings. Well, you mentioned as well different crafts. Now, excuse me, mate. Sorry, fucking yeah. belching. Then, yeah, uh, you'll you'll think like all, all we know is of, um, all all we did know was like the like saucer type craft. Whereas, not like now, you've got. Uh, there's orbs, there's fucking, there's like rods, there's like a tic tacs, there's the the triangle, there's those what like uh, they look like like a cluster of lights, and then they'll just like change pattern formation and then end up being turned into one. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? What's that all about? It's uh, fucking incredible, mate. Yeah, I can't grasp the concept of some of what it's out there, eh? Like, um, I had one uh, a recent episode where one of the girls they're experiencing the they're driving along the road and this white orb light sort of come through across the top of their car and next to it, orb light. Yeah, so there's no they couldn't see oh. any like real craft. It's more like just an, a big yeah. bright light orb, and next to it, three little lights came out underneath it and sort of sat there and started doing like little weird patterns and whatnot and it's like what the hell is that all about you know like doing like a bit of a light show yeah cool but it's like 
whether they're trying to entertain or sort of like show themselves a little bit but it's like i i can't get the concept of what actually is that like how can you have this like all light spirit or whatever you want to call it yeah. and just drop down three little babies you know just to go and play around or whatever <laughs> it's, it's a weird that one. sounds like that sounds like that were what what i seen a video of and it, it looks like like that like just an example is just say there's uh five lights in a line then it'll all of a sudden it'll change formation like exact perfect opposite um, and then it'll change again um uh, might go into a, a circle and then it'll go into a triangle and then it'll be one and then it'll just change for hey, what the fuck's going on yeah surely that can't that can't be somebody or people in sync driving uh like drones i'm not having that no, so how could you how could you get four or four four or five uh, uh drones in sync perfect and then merging it into one i i just can't see how that would be possible yeah i'd probably be more on the drones so i think like they're probably easy yeah. to sort of get in, into a sync but when it comes to like a, a biological entity that's in intellectual like you know like us like you know we see our, yeah. those um planes that do the the uh, formation flying yeah, yeah or even like you know the, the synchronized swimming or whatever you know there's always someone who's just that little bit out of sync you know like it says um uh pretty like they look good they do like they're awesome but yeah they're not yeah. in a perfect synchronization are they like there's always that one or two people that are sort of just that little bit slower or out a bit of a little bit out of whack yes so, like, when you like what you're talking about there, if these were biological entities that are controlling these crafts directly, you know, but yeah, they're going in a perfect formation to go where they need to go to. Like, I don't, they are perfect. Yeah, I, I just don't think that it can be a biological entity. Like, I don't know how. Well, they, I know they're intellectually well above us in that regard because of technology and whatnot, but I don't think I'd. No, or maybe they so they can do like a telepathical sort of connection. Yeah. They go right, that's, right, and now or something yeah. like you know, and control it that way. That sounds know. more practical. Uh, I think that would sound more practical, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I just thought that up then as a bit of an explanation as I was trying to explain something. I was like, oh, actually, it kind of makes sense in my head. <laughs> Talk about a telepathic. Yeah, sort of... it's, uh, it is to think about it. It's like, fucking, how's it possible? But yeah, because like obviously we're we're too. Well, that's, that's the other thing there. Like we're too reliant on technology and know its capabilities. Whereas when it comes to the drones, like yeah, I don't know if you've seen those drone light shows that they do. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Yeah, I lost you. You bet. Yeah, got you now. All right, okay. Sorry, mate. Be uh, be be earphones have uh, run out of battery. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I, 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 I've just I've just got you on the loudspeaker on my phone. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. That's fine. Um, what sound are you on now, actually? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you've seen those um those synchronized drone shows that they do. Um, uh, I don't think I have, mate. Actually, what oh, what they link, but they do like a like they get like about like a hundred drones or five hundred drones or something like. And they all yeah. program. They do all these like bit of a light show in the sky, and they do all shapes and stuff like that in the sky. Right, right. And it's pretty amazing. Like they then that's when you when you want to talk about synchronization, like drones, like they're spot on because yeah. obviously everything's done on computer, um, and everything's done synced up perfectly. So like that's where I also try and get on like if it, you know with these entities with their crafts and that whether that's a technological drone there where they're synced up to go and do these formations or whatever um, you're talking about there where, you know, just in sync in general, yeah, perfectly yeah. in sync. Or these entities are telepathic and, you know, they have the ability to sort of like go, yep, right on now at the same time sort of thing. Right. It's, uh... Did you say you sent them to us, please, mate? Yeah, I'll send them through to you on the yeah, I look, look forward to, to watching them, mate. Uh, it's absolutely yeah. amazing. It's it's a beautiful art too. Like it's um, some of the stuff that they pull up is like, wow, that's cool as. Do you think that your 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 own personal uh, experience? 
do you think that um, they are maybe a, a government, uh, don't know which government, but a government trying to fuck with, with our heads? Or do you think it is um, some sort of extraterrestrial? Oh, that's a tough one, eh? It's I'm, I'm not sure if I'd call them extraterrestrials at this point. Right. Yet. I'm sort of more leaning towards maybe a, a terrestrial sort of like you know from a previous civilization that got to the point of advancement. Oh and, man, I love that. And then, I fucking love that. Nice <laughs> one. <laughs> and you know they survived the cataclysms there, but they've had the technology to sort of like you know they start zooming around yeah. these crafts yeah. and whatnot, and they're hiding under the ocean or down in Antarctica even. Um, Anthony, that's fucking gold, and that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And, but or they're um, an interdimensional being where they're like you know they could be in a completely different dimensional plane, but they can travel between here and their world or wherever they want to go, and they're just. Um, just chilling out on our world, checking out what we look like, and yeah. you know, I don't know, <laughs> then sort of trying to get an idea of what we are in that sense too. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So I, I guess, are you are you open to the theory on uh, ETs coming from the ocean? Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, I, I think I I uh, I wasn't too. I wasn't too into that, to be honest with you. Um, it's only past couple of months where I've I've leaned more towards that that direction, whereas um, it being in the ocean or something being in the ocean, yeah, it's a it's a brilliant uh, perspective as well. I think. Yeah, well, you'll think about it, like there's a lot of no better there. hiding places. Oh, no sure, better sure. hiding place. And like we seem to know more about our deep space than we do our ocean. Yeah. Yeah, because there's parts of the ocean were uh, undiscovered. Oh, easy. Like, you know, because we can't get down there. It's too much pressure. Like, and it's very costly to get yeah. down there. And the technology that we sort of have is, um, whilst it's advanced in its own way, like, it's still not perfect enough to sort of really keep going down there to go and search the yeah. bottom of the ocean so which sucks but you know hopefully one day we'll go and be able to sort of cruise down there and get a better idea like about oh actually come to think of it um nasa's sending out a new satellite where they're going to be doing a topo- topography of the oceans so obviously we're going to have seriously a, a, is that yeah. is that where they uh they do like a it's like an X-ray of the land where yeah. they usually do, like over where they go like uh, over gravestones and shit like that, and find out what's actually on each layer. Is that the same stuff? Uh, similar. I think it's more so just like the surface layer. Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Um, oh, mate, that would be brilliant. That. Yeah. So they're basically going to be scanning the whole bottom of the oceans there and getting a lot better detailed information of like you know the cliffs and crevices down there and potentially finding alien bases down there for all you know we might find bloody atlantis down there <laughs> it's a... <laughs> so i don't know it's to me that's pretty cool like like obviously we've got satellite yeah, images there yeah. we can see a lot of 
like if you look at uh, Google Earth, you can see where like you know you've got trawlers are doing all these dredging and that you know they've got their trawlers with their nets out just scraping along the the ocean floor. It looks like yeah. a um uh an airport runway. Like that's how far they're bloody dragging their nets along to catch all these fish. You know, it's a that's a horrible uh, way of trawling, but. What well, is it they're doing? Drag, dragging nets? Yeah, they're dragging nets along the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, they're... Uh, rooming it, don't they? They're... Uh, I mean, I get it's like where the, where the oceans are, how they're... Uh, they've raped the earth for fucking... raping it for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. And... Uh, I mean, and you've got like like uh, fish where um, like where they go fishing, they'll like you said they'll drag the the nets on, on the seabed. Yeah, and it's fucking all the the like the vegetation and all uh, the whatever it is. It just fucking it just wrecks it. It does. Yeah, I've seen I've seen those. Uh, might be on Discovery Channel where, when you see all the videos of the damage what it causes it and. The, the ocean life, how, how it's um, like it's slowly dying. Yeah, because of, yeah, it's horrible. And like you can literally go on Google Earth and go along the coastlines of countries there, and you'll see some form of bottom, uh, bottom dredging. Uh, not dredging, but like you know, yeah, it's uh, it's shit It's it's a bloody horrible. Look. I bet, I bet you get quite a lot of that as well in Australia because. Uh, uh, no, you're, I don't you're, you're... think we're allowed to do the year the bottom dreading, uh, bottom trawling. Is it uh, Japan where it was big? Uh, possibly Japan. Uh, we definitely one of the Asians ones because I know they get right up into the fishing side of things. Oh, do they? Yeah. Has yeah. it has it been made made illegal so fishing uh, um, in Japan? Don't know to tell you the truth. I couldn't tell you, but I remember like because uh, I went to, went to Thailand there for my honeymoon, and I remember seeing oh, all nice, these, these um, massive commercial ships there. Ships there, all the um, the red and green or the red and orange sort of lights, and I'm pretty sure they were fishing boats, or well, they could have been in some commercial boats. Don't don't quote me on it. I don't know because it was hard to see. It was night time, but there was yeah. shitloads of them, and I. I had to do a bit of a search up there. I'm pretty sure it's the, the orange light where they could do the bring the prawns or squid up and all sorts of stuff. So they're bringing up a lot of the, the squid nut from their the, the from their lights. So this can you think of kind of squid what? Squidding, did you say that? Yeah, they they go and get squids. Get squid yeah, um, yeah. with the light. Because the light they attract to the um the ambient of the light. Right, right. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're a strange creature, squids, aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah, they're very, very strange. Very different. Yeah, have you um uh, uh, quite? Uh, there's a program on. I think it's on Sky Atlantic. It's called uh, Resident Alien. Have you seen it? No. It's like uh, a comedy uh, comedy series where this alien fucking uh, ends up crash landed in uh, in a. Uh, I think it's some town. It's a bit like an Alaskan town. Uh, it's basically an alien what has took over the body of a human, uh, killed him, but he's like sort of shape shifted, so he's like 
took over the the bodice, like a bit like a suit, like a meat suit type. But it's quite funny. Oh, oh you might, might have seen that. So it's the guy, that, um, one of the guys from Dumb and Dumber, wasn't it? That... Oh, do you know, mate? I think it looks like one of them, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty but... sure he's the guy. Um... It might, it might have been him. Might have been him. I don't know his name off the top of your head. No, though. I can't think of his name off the top of my head either. But yeah, I think he was one of the characters from Dumb and Dumber back in the day with Jim Carrey there. Yeah, it's funny that way, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've been meaning to watch that there just for a bit of humour there, but I don't watch a lot of TV, so it's, it's sort of... Well, do you know what, mate? Like, I, I, I tend to... Uh, I don't mind like, series like... Uh, American Horror Story, stuff like that, were like anthologies, like uh, Creep Show. Uh, I don't mind some science fiction as well. Yeah, yeah, a lot of tell shit, isn't it? It is. It's just um, I don't know. I just like doing my own thing. Like I'm a bit of a geek. I like playing my games and stuff like video games and whatnot. I find it's not wrong with being a geek, mate. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that at all. Oh no, I think we're all geeks at heart. I <laughs> definitely. <am. laughs> well. Everyone's a geek these days, because yeah. everyone's got their faces in their phones. So, bunch, bunch yeah. of geeks, nerds, yeah. <laughs> playing yeah, phones, all, playing yeah, their yeah. Candy Crush on their phones all the time, you know. <laughs> candy Crush. <laughs> and do you know what I used like? Me, Subway Surfers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's... 45 <laughs> years old playing Subway Surfers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. But, yeah, like, oh, for me, like, I prefer to play my games because I feel like it's a lot more interactive like your brain's actually working you're not sitting there you know like yeah drooling with your eyes locked to the tv if that makes sense you know <laughs> yeah yeah because you're actually thinking you're doing something you know you're and plus you, get, yeah. you can play with your mates and stuff like that and it just makes it a lot more yeah, fun I but... get, yeah i get a headache as well but you're not too much telling yeah well so that's the other thing too like it depends on your personal preferences there with screen times and that because you know things obviously People think get things differently with um the screens because of the brightness and whatnot, but yeah, yeah. you still can't beat just going out in the, out in the world there doing a bit of camping, fishing, whatever, and that. Like I don't do it enough, but it's you just can't beat going out in the bush. Just going out in the scrub there, go for a walk, go around the forest, seeing around in all nature, and that you still can't beat that. Like that's just the that's the uh, the. What, what yeah. life's worth living for, really, like just seeing nature in its purest. Cheers, mate. Uh, I mean, I, I love going out with mountain bike, mate. Down Sankey Valley, it's uh, there's nothing better, mate. It's like that pressure, it just seems to uh, always like it's like always appealing to like be outside, even when the weather's shitter. I mean, like now, here, I don't know what, what's weather like where. It, Oh, we always fucking. It's about minus six here today. <laughs> oh, geez, what are we? Cold. We're, we're twenty-five degrees Celsius at the moment. It's night time. All right. Oh, what time is it now, though? Uh, we're going coming on midnight. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, twenty-five degrees. So that's quite nice outside. Lovely, mate. That's like prime weather for us. It's like you beauty. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, though. Coming out during the day, though, it's like up to 40 degrees. Yeah. Nice, mate. Nice. Uh, That's our normal. Yeah, I was, uh, 
Are we are we all right for about five minutes left, mate? Just that because I've got go and grab uh, our Alicia. Is that all right? Yeah, no, that's fine, mate. No, look, I was about to go and start finishing up now. Anyway, um, to leave it to nice you. Nice one, mate. Nice one. So, but yeah, uh, um, yeah, mate. Look, it's absolutely ripper having a chat with you all again, mate. It's um great having you on. It's just great to get you on my show this time, you know, because I've been on your show there a couple of times already. And thanks, mate. Yeah, time to get you back on to my show. Yeah, it means a lot for you to to have invited me as well, because uh, you know what I feel about your show. You're one of those what. You don't get the recognition you deserve, mate. Uh, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart as well. Uh, I love your show. I love how it's unique. And, you know, it's you. And it's like I said, like uh, I can have a guest on who's covering aliens. And I think of you straight away. Because I know, like, you're, you're um, that's your forte, mate. Um, got a lot of respect for you, you, you and your show. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, mate. Like, I can say the same about you, mate. Like, your show, like, in itself, Thank mate, you. the, the, the your, your show's so broad. And like you were saying before, like, you know, you can sort of say the one topic there and it can sort of get a little bit stagnant being the one topic, which isn't a bad thing. Like, you know, it depends on what your interests are. But like your show, you, you yeah. basically cover everything. Like, it doesn't Try matter. To. Yeah, like, uh, everything that you know of anyway, you know, like, it's, there's still so much out there we need to learn. Like, in, like you've got, mate, yeah. you've got yeah. the platform there for it to be able to cover it. You know, you're not scared to sort of dive down into the unknown there. Like, okay, some of it might be a bit hard to believe or hard to swallow, if you want to call it that. But still, yeah. that, that idea is still there. And whether that part's true, like you're saying, like 1% could be true. But the fact is, yes. that, like, you. <laughs> but in saying yeah. that too, though, like, how long, how long have you been having your show for now? Uh, just like literally, uh, just over a year now. Jeez, you done well, man. What was it? You like two? Uh, how many episodes? You got like one hundred fifty or something? I think it's about hundred and hundred and. Uh, I don't know about hundred and fifty, so maybe over fifty-two or something like that. I'm gonna have a quick look for you around that. <laughs> Oh, I'm not, yeah. mate. Hang on, I'll get you on in a second and find out exactly. So, yeah. I think the latest one I released was uh, White Supremacy Part 2. Yeah, so 153. 153? Oh, good yep. guess, mate. There you go. <laughs> well done, mate. You're, like, you're smashing it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's absolutely awesome, man. Like, I, I think I'm just coming up to my 50th episode now. <laughs> I've been doing this for two years. I need to pull my finger out. Mate, that... <laughs> mate, that, that, that no, I think you still, uh, it doesn't matter about how, how many I've done, mate. I think I'm not I'm not doing it for, for that either. I'm doing, just doing it because, because of the pure fascination. Uh, you know, your your con- the content from your show is very specific and very unique. And, you know, I don't know anybody that could uh, create what you've created, mate. Because you get like, you get proper like testimony of people when they've uh, had it and they're actually contacting you. Yeah. And you've had, think of that, you've had your your UFO page. You've, how long have you had that for? Yeah, that's going on five, six years now. Yeah. So five, six years. Uh, and that's the, the, the biggest in the, in the Australia. Australia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Australia, UFO no. sightings dash 
you see, you, yeah. you've kept that running and it's grown six years. Yeah. That's that's some achievement that way. Yeah, no, it's, it's appreciate it. Yeah, it is a decent achievement and I'm quite proud of it. It is. It's, um, yeah, I wasn't proud of it as well, mate. You know, but that's the idea. Like, you know, I'm trying to get the reality out there. Oh, well, same as you, you know, like you're trying to get a knowledgeable reality out there yeah, the idea, yeah. the concept of history, the the idea of what's being hidden away from us. You know, that we're both on that same sort of path there. We're we're trying to bring forward the facts and the credibility to yes. what people are seeing and experiencing. You know, that's that's the whole idea of this, and that's what we're so infatuated with because yeah, because it's so uh, neglected and shunned upon. You know. And, you know, it's got it's still got a stigma attached to everything that we talk about because people don't understand it or it's against their normal perception, you know, and then, so they don't want to question it. They don't yeah. want to open their mind to it. It's like they don't understand it, so it's like it's, it's almost as if they're fearing it uh, because they, 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 can't, they can't accept um, what they don't understand. It's no, weird and different, you know. Which you can't blame them because, like, when you look at uh, the past what 30, 40, 50 years or something like, we've been in it, or even even longer. It'll be on a hundred years now, where we're sort of stuck in a tradition where you know people were in religion. And that's that was their thing. Like, you can't question the religion, and obviously yeah. they had to go and go to do the church on Sundays and all this shit. Obviously, going from a Western society's perspective. Uh, it's like obviously England, Australia, and America. Like you know, they were very strong with their religions back in those days. And so, yeah, anything they questioned against the the religions of God, you know, that you were, you know, you got burned at the stake or something like that, you know, <laughs> and, and or you were cast out and put down as a <laughs> crazy person, and which sort of kept going throughout the years as it was. And you still got classed as a crazy person throughout the years, which. But now in today's sort of day and age in society, we're sort of getting away from the traditions. Like I myself, like I'm uh, mid thirties, whereas yeah. um, I sort of I still respect the old traditions, but I'm open to the new things that are in today. Like like um, you, we're we're realize we're we're realizing what the governments are doing wrong. You know, and whether how controlling they are, and then the generation after me is sort of a lot more open to that sort of thing. You know, they're a lot more carefree of the traditions. They give a shit about it, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Whereas I think uh, probably from your area, you'll be pretty strongly in the, in the traditions there, but you're still open to a lot of things too. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I get what you mean, mate. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Uh, but fucking hell, mate. I think as difficult as it is, I won't change. Uh, I won't change right now for for fucking anything. Yeah. No, there's no need to change anyway, mate. I think what we're doing is yeah. We're- yeah, playing it perfectly to sort of you know we're we're 
we are the uh, the pioneers of the future for bringing out the reality of these realms. Yeah, we can only try, can't we, mate? Make That's it uh, better for our younguns. That's right, and hopefully I they mean, can sort of play it on and fight along yeah. for the future. Yeah. But mate, yeah, I've loved speaking to you today, Anthony. Yeah, and no, let's let's do something again soon. Once you've um, once you've sorted a few things out with, you know what next week. Yep. <laughs> which mate I uh, let us know mate as soon as uh, as soon as you find out well as soon as you get a chance to let us know what's uh, what's what uh, I can't wait I'm, I'm fucking made up for you no cheers mate no look, definitely look forward to coming back on with you and diving yeah, down nice deep one, in this mate. Role, mate. Uh, yeah well, uh, wish you Mrs. good luck as well from us please no we will do thank you very much mate I appreciate that um, but nice yeah, one, like, before we go, mate, um, do a quick little blog again for us, if you like, where people can find you and contact you and if they want to get in your show as well, mate. Yeah, okay, mate, no problem, thank you. Uh, yeah, so Subconscious Realms, uh, available on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Pod. Um, Instagram is at subcon underscore realms 33, and Twitter is at subcon realms 33, and email is subconsciousrealms at gmail.com. Um, if you want to hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, uh, drop us a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I see it. Uh, but yeah, if you've got any episode suggestions or any questions or uh, if you've got any comments about the show, uh, by all means, get in touch. Um, but yeah, I uh, I love you all. I love it. I'll, I'll still have I'll have the other uh, links in there in the show notes anyway. There on the episode oh, nice there. One, so mate. Thank if, you. Um, anyone just wants to just go and click the link there and it'll send you straight to you. So that'll. Oh, nice one, Paul. Thank effort. you. So yeah, no, look, mate. Thank you very much again for coming on, mate. It was absolutely wonderful um, having you on, and uh, yeah, definitely look forward to having you on next time. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, um, good luck on Friday, mate. I'm sure you don't need it, but uh, like I said, wish you misses. Good luck, and uh, mate, I am. Um, can't wait to, to hear good news anyway. No worries, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, Cheers. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Have a nice night, mate, and I'll, I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, mate. Catch ya. See you later. Bye. Bye. And that will do it, folks, for this episode of Encounters Down Under. I hope you enjoyed the show, and remember, you can also get involved in the show by joining the Facebook page and getting in on the live streams. Also, please be sure to share with your friends and family to help us grow and potentially find our next guest on the show. If you or you know someone who has had an encounter, please get in touch with me through our Facebook page via Messenger or email at australianufosightings at outlook.com.au. I look forward to seeing you on the next Encounter Down Under. Hooroo! Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.